Hello, and welcome to Declassified Survival Guide, the podcast where we recap one of your favorite childhood shows and give you tips for surviving adulthood. I'm Jalen. And I'm Tommy. How you doing, Tommy? Good. I'm I'm excited. You know, this is the episode where I watched and I not to say the last two I wasn't as into them, but it really felt like they're they're getting going. They're they're they know their characters now. There was some weirdness mm-hmm. going on and I didn't think I was gonna like this from the title. I was like, Oh, detention and teachers alright, I guess. But no, I was super into it. See, I was almost the opposite with the title. I was like, Oh, detention, that's gonna be so fun. Yeah, I mean, detention, I will say, and like, we'll, we'll get into it. Did you have a detention room? I didn't have a deten- like a specific room just for detentions. No, we didn't have a detention room. We had like different teachers run detention. And so you would just go to that teacher's classroom for detention. Yeah, that's what, what ours was. It was like, they didn't, you know, just use a space just for detention. Like, I feel like that's such a waste 90% of the day. It just sits there. Just chill. And they have the name on the door and everything. We did, however, one time, though, it was like a mass detention. Like, a lot of people had detention. So we had detention in the auditorium. A mass detention? That's... Oh, well, we, I will tell you the story. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> Ingram High School was not playing around. Well, let's jump right into the first episode then. Uh, we, got, we got detention, and we jump right into the trio in the hallway, and they're talking about cookies paper airplane i was so excited about this paper airplane so i only know how to make one type of paper airplane but it is allegedly the greatest type of paper airplane it is the nakarima lock i've never heard of this oh yes the nakarima lock is the type of paper airplane that holds the record for the longest distance of flight of a paper airplane it flew the entire distance of a football field and would have kept going if it hadn't hit the scoreboard we need to redo it we need to be the new record holders for the longest paper airplane flight yes i can teach you how to do a knockering a lot i think cookies paper airplane maybe could have had the knockering a lot beat i did check the form was not a knockering a lock that plane went places. Like that plane cruised. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to be that plane in 2022. Yeah. And my my paper airplane skills are not good. I feel like I could learn, but it's basically just like I, I fold a paper airplane and then I just kind of put wings on it. So it's like a bus. It almost looks like a bus airplane. <laughs> I learned one style of paper airplane in like the third grade and then that was it like that is the only type of paper airplane i know how to make yeah this memory is like burned into my brain no one ever taught me how to make paper airplanes i got you i got you i'll teach you and and cookie it is it was a good looking paper airplane like when he said it's a perfect paper airplane i believe him he had nice folds on it the wings were even like those are some of the the downfalls of paper airplanes Yep. And we see Moe's and Pigtails. I don't know if this happens a lot in the series. I guess I wasn't concerned, like, live your best life, Moe's. But I was very intrigued that they were like, yes, this is the look for Moe's is a bunch of pigtails. <laughs> well, Moe's has, like, she, like, wavers back and forth between, like, wanting to be this, like, really, like, feminine girly girl. within is also this, like... My best friend is guys, but I'm the toughest one out of all of them. And I like wood shop. Yeah, and, and like, 
I don't know why I was so focused on her wardrobe because also, did you notice her shirt was like a Mardi Gras shirt? Is, is <laughs> that a notice that? <laughs> yeah, I like noticed the words. It was like Mardi Gras. And I'm like, why is Moe's wearing a Mardi Gras shirt? That doesn't seem like it's appropriate. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know if I would have worn that in middle school. Yeah, uh, that's probably why she has to wear the sweater over it because the school's probably like, hey, mm. you got to cover that up. <laughs> no girls gone wild out here. Yeah, and and we get Sweeney jumping in when he sees the paper airplane and he is warning them ahead of time. He's like, you better not throw that plane. If you throw that plane, it's over. No, nobody's going to get any projectiles past me. And then a projectile is in the background going, a missile. <laughs> See, that's Sweeney's problem right there. He stayed focused on the wrong things. Too busy yeah. trying to snitch. Yeah, it was like he, he was so focused on this paper airplane. I think the bigger concern is this rocket missile. Right. That's right. in the school now. Unless it's teacher approved. Maybe it's for a class project. I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of missiles you could bring in for class projects. Maybe it's uh, for a history assignment. It's like what we were talking about last week of making, you know, making projects. Maybe this is like someone had to make a missile for their history assignment. This is true. I did make a rocket in tech lab. I think we made it in physics. In a bottle rocket. You made a bottle rocket? <laughs> yeah, like a two liter. You take one of those Dr. Pepper two liters. Yeah. <laughs> you get it up and then it shoots <laughs> out. <laughs> It was not what we did. <laughs> no, we we had those bottle rockets, but <laughs> Sweeney would probably disapprove of our bottle rockets. Yes, definitely projectiles that are not approved. Yep. And we see that the plane does go off because Loomer closes his locker and just like Cookie said, just a gust a gust of wind can take this thing off. And the gust of wind surely did. And Cookie gets detention. Right? It wasn't even like it was like detention. And I mean, I, I, I feel like a detention is extreme. I agree. I will say the detention was only 30 minutes, so it, it wasn't super long, but maybe like a lunch detention. I feel like I would have gave them lunch detention over a full-on after-school detention. Oh, we did not have lunch detention. Like, that didn't exist. That's the only detention I've ever gotten. Oh! Yeah, I had a week's, a week's worth of lunch detention. What did you do to get a week's worth of lunch detention? It was with the principal too. It was like an exclusive. Like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta hang out with the principal during lunch. Is this detention or networking? It might have been networking. <laughs> Basically, I was in second grade and I didn't have a lot of friends. And these these kids, the, I didn't realize that I was trying to befriend the bullies. And they were like, "Hey, if you throw this ham sandwich at this other kid, who was my friend at the time." And I, oh, no. I was I was leaving him behind for the for greener pastures and I no. threw it, but he ducked and so it ended up hitting this girl. I think her name was Brittany. Oh, uh, sorry, Brittany. No. It hurt her in the face, and so I got lunch detention for a week. Wow, wow, trifling Tommy. I was the bad boy of second grade. That's what they called me. <laughs> Tommy P, bad boy. <laughs> you, your sandwiches won't be safe when I'm around. <laughs> But yeah, that and I, I really didn't get in trouble ever again past that because I was so I was I was scared like it was done <laughs> like this this was it that was for your me. Whole streak. Yeah, <laughs> but it was nice eating with the principal. He was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I got detention three times. I served detention twice. 
You got out of one or you just skipped it? No, I got out of one. I, cause how it was supposed to work is you were supposed to get like a slip in six period being like, this is where detention is after school. But I didn't get a slip. So I went to the office and I was like, hey, where's detention? And they were like, you got detention? And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and the vice principal was like, just, you're good. We'll just take your name off the list. You're a good student, don't you? Wow. So that that was my freebie. And then I got detention for going to Taco Bell for lunch. We were not allowed to leave campus for lunch, but everybody knew what you were supposed to do, Christine, is you're supposed to say that if you're caught with food, that your mom brought it. So we roll up. It's me, Christine, and Chris. We walk in. Vice principal was waiting at the dough. And he was like, where'd you get that Taco Bell? And my friend Chris was like, my mom brought it. I'm like, all right, cool. We walk into the office. Vice principal asked me, where'd you get that Taco Bell? I ain't no snitch. I said Chris's mom brought it. Perfect. We sit down in the vice principal's office. He says, so what happened? And Christine says, so we were at Taco Bell. And the vice principal says, wait, so you were at Taco Bell? And she goes, mm-hmm, all three of us. Christine, what are you doing? Being foolish. Being foolish is what she was doing. And then, on top of that, because we all got detention, um, and that wasn't even just like a regular detention. We got uh, what they called Friday night school. So it was a three-hour detention on a Friday. So I obviously had to tell my parents, like, hey, I need to be picked up later because I have Friday night school. And so I'm going to be at school until like seven o'clock. What does Christine tell her parents? That she's tutoring orphans and reading to the blind. Aim a little lower. Nope. She said tutoring orphans and reading to the blind. And her parents said, okay, honey, here's $20 for food. Wow. I went to get food once. It was when I was a junior and my friend always had notes to go home for lunch. Like his, his mom wrote him like a note for the whole year of like, hey, he can come home for lunch. And so I don't know if I got a note or if I just like came with him one day and just like left and no, I was unaccounted for. And we went to McDonald's and we came back and the, the principal saw us and we just kind of waved to him. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> different principal than the one I had lunch detention with. <laughs> Not your buddy from second grade. Yeah, different principal, but we waved to him and then showed him our McDonald's and we walked in. Like he knew that we were like, abusing the system but technically we had the notes so we could get away with it oh no see the thing that was like trifling about my high school is i went to high school near an nba arena so there's tons of restaurants like i counted one day there's 30 different like restaurants and fast food places within a mile of my high school so like it's right there like you can get little caesars jack in the box taco bell diddy's ihop Starbucks, like Panera. There's so many options. It's just That's foolish so nice. not to let us leave. Ours were, so it took 15 minutes to get to the McDonald's, which was in another town. And so you had to drive. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any fast food in our town. So you had to go there and then you had to drive 30 minutes to go to like, the the nice fast food like that's where you get your kfc your taco bell you go down that way you get all those restaurants but uh that was too far for lunchtime oh no ours was just around the way we could be there and back in 10 minutes but yeah so you know i'm i'm a real og when it comes to detention so i relate it when cookie you know shows up 
in the lunchroom with his sweatsuit on, swagged out. Yeah, Cookie made some choices. We see Cookie got detention. Ned speaks up. Ned doesn't even get a warning. Sweeney's just like, Ned, you're in detention now. And then Moe's gets a warning, though. But also, like, I don't know if I think that Moe's is like a real friend for essentially volunteering herself into detention or a real dummy. Yeah, because like she already said her piece and he was like, you're good. You're not going to get detention unless you say something. And then she does that smart alecky thing where he's like, don't say another word. And she's like, word. For what? For what? Yeah. I also don't know if you should get detention for speaking up. Like that seemed weird that they got detention just for saying, hey, that was unfair that he got detention. That seems like a power trip, Sweeney. Yeah, I mean, but that also feels like classic Sweeney to be like, let me abuse my power over these children. Yes. The other thing I did want to point out before we go into the lunch is there's two posters in the background of Cookie. There's (laughs) one that says, what's in your toolbox? And the other one says, I'm nobody until somebody wants someone to do something. These feel weird for a hallway. (laughs) This feels like maybe a teacher would have it in their classroom. Maybe. Just to have a general sign that basically is like complaining about people asking you to do things doesn't feel like it should be in the hallway. (laughs) We don't have like any posters in our hallway. What about like when people ran for elections? Did you have like the student posters? Oh God. So the, the way you won elections at my high school was to print and hang as many posters as humanly possible from every area. So we people would print, vote for Tommy and Jalen, for president and VP on like neon paper, and then string hundreds of them together and like essentially create like streamers out of them across the, the atrium. Yeah, we definitely had a lot of posters. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it in the election episode because I, I ran. My poster, I think, was Tom is the bomb. <laughs> oh, Tom <laughs> is the bomb. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to use Tommy, but I don't think Tommy is the bomb would, would be as good. I think I prefer Tommy is the bomb-y. Oh, I should go back in time. What could have been? <laughs> But we see that Loomer, they talk to good bully Loomer, who is even afraid of detention. He said it's a very bad place. And if he's scared of detention. Then it's it's bad news because the eighth graders, that's where they hang out, is in detention. and, And they're the bullies of the bullies. They're double bullies. Yeah. They looked very tall when they first were introduced. But then when they came by past Moe's and I'm like, oh, they're about the same height. But they looked very tall when they were first brought in. I feel like that's like classic like eighth grader though. Like when I was a sixth grader, I was like, these eighth graders are huge. And I'm like, wait, no, they're not actually. Yeah. They're much bigger than me. Yep. And Loomer calls Ned dead. There's a lot of nick- <laughs> nicknames off Ned's names in this episode. And both this yeah. and the next one. Dead Bigby is the one that they go with. I like Dead Bigby. <laughs> It's better than some of the other ones that Sweeney comes up with later. This is true. And we see Coconut Head, who is covered in chalk powder. And he is frightened as well. I loved this, like, white silver wig that they put on him. Just for this one episode. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like, what did Coconut Head get detention for? Like, I don't think he seems like a detention kind of guy. I mean, this seems like at this school, you can get detention for anything. That's true. I think Dirk forces him to get detention because I think she wants him to do the the racers. So I don't think he do- he blinks and she's like, all right, detention because right. she's using him. 
selfish. Yep. And the plane is still on the move. I wrote that. Plane's <laughs> going. Yeah. And we see Monroe try to take it out with a... They have a whole scene. <laughs> yeah, with Mr. Monroe trying to take this plane out with a baby doll. That scene also had big Tommy energy. <laughs> I would never do that to a baby doll. I would protect that baby. <laughs> no, you say that now. <laughs> this is the same guy that gave Cookie and Ned a C when they bit into a baby, but he's allowed to use his baby as a weapon. Okay, was it a weapon or a shield? I feel like if he if he cowered more, then I would say <laughs> shield. But there was a lot of arm movement that makes me think it's more of an attack. But also there were other babies present. He was sacrificing the one to save the rest of the babies. Yeah, so it's one of those like the loss of one to save the many or whatever. Right, you know, you know it's like the, the whole train thing, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. Maybe that's, maybe Monroe's the hero. Maybe. Because that plane is pretty dangerous. It could take an eye out. It was on the move. <laughs> It might take it. It might do that. And then we get introduced to Lunch Lady. I love Lunch Lady. She's so great. I definitely remember her. And and we see right in this episode her her power is she can tell the future by reading the beans, baby. It's in the peas. It's so good. And she's like telling each person, Oh, you're gonna find love, oh, you're gonna do this, and then Ned gets the prediction of he's gonna see desperation and aviation. You know, lunch lady's never wrong. I do like there is a point later on I remember that she does foreshadow something like episodes later, and I'm like, That's clever. That was good. <laughs> All right, like we see you, Nickelodeon. Yeah, and I remember me at my, you know, young Tommy age, I was like, This is brilliant. The foreshadowing. <laughs> Who could have known? This writer room needs a raise. Like they, are, they are killing it. And we see this is where we get bad boy Cookie. He comes in. They're all like nervous. And, and Moses is like, I think Cookie's going to take it the worst. Well, Cookie has decided to really pitch the story of how he got detention. I feel like he took lessons from your friend of going to like the extreme of your lie. <laughs> yeah. He paraglided in, landed on Sweeney and crushed him. We don't know that. His lawyer says he can't talk about it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Hypothetically, that is the rumor that's going out. I did like his outfit, though. I would get that sweatpants combo. Yeah, no. Like, bad boy Cookie was swaggy. I I liked the, the outfit, the accessories. Yeah, the original Swaggy C. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, yeah, he said he's the number one bad boy, and he's acting really tough. And then we see the eighth graders. They're lifting weights at lunch. Hey, sometimes you gotta get your fitness in. Yeah, you know, I guess it's not a bad idea. Do you think that, like, eating... Because they're probably getting protein. So, like, eating while working out, does it, like, make your muscles better? Because you're getting that protein right, you know, it's, like, right there. Mm, I don't think so. You probably... It would probably impact your form if you're trying to do both at the same time. So, like, don't recommend. Well, I don't know. Those 8th graders look pretty tough. <laughs> pretty tough. I could take them. I ain't scared of no eighth graders. I believe you are Oak. <laughs> I am Oak. Yes. So we get Chopstop. They go to Chopstop for advice. And he tells them to face down the leader, telling Moe that she is Oak. And Ned's like, am I Oak too? And he's like, no, you are <laughs> tindling at best. <laughs> you are not Oak, Tommy. I need the little wooden helmet uh, <laughs> to protect me, which was a nice looking helmet. Honestly, if I had a wooden helmet, like cruising around on a bike, I'd be pretty cool. Yeah. The craftsmanship. Yeah, Chopsa knows where it's at, but I do have a concern for Chopsa. He gets his arm mangled. And we just kind of like glide past that? Like. 
never talked about again. It is never, does he now have a wooden arm, like a full arm? I'm very concerned what happened to Chopsaw. Like if I, I can't remember how the series ends, but I feel like we're turning Chopsaw into Pinocchio at this point. He might be. At this point, he's now lost his fingers. He had a drill go through his hand. Yep. And he now has a mangled arm. Is it all the same arm too? That's the question. Mm, I can't recall, but yeah, I just, I'm worried about the safety of the children if he is not keeping himself safe. But maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's really good with the children because he puts himself at risk. Like, like Monroe, he's sacrificing himself to protect the children. (laughs) And with this finally time for detention, they are going in and they go into the classroom and they see the curly haired bully. And they're like, Moses giving it to him. Yes, she comes in high, and I respect it. Yeah, I'm terrified of most. She is Oak. She is Oak. But this is sewing club and not detention. I I always (laughs) love that joke. But, you know, like, also, I feel bad for this guy. Like, he just wants to be part of sewing club, and he's so scared to, like, let people know that he's in sewing club. And it's just, like, subvert those gender norms. Be in sewing club. Yeah, he has the best cross-stitch. Were you in any after-school clubs? You know, again, I was the boy that did almost everything. Like, I I have too much FOMO in my life to not be involved in almost every club. So I think I was in chess club because they had pizza. I was in (laughs) book club. I I was in all all the clubs at some point. I probably, you know, and I played almost every sport because I would just like, I would finish the season and I'd be like, cool, now I'm going to go play golf for the next season. And I'd be like, cool, I'm going to go play tennis. Like just keep rotating to try everything. Yeah, I was kind of the opposite. I cheered and pretty much only cheered because cheer consumed my life. We had practice like three times a week and then games at least once a week. And then basketball season, we had two games a week on top of the two practices. So I had like cheer practice like three to four times a week. Um, and then in summers, we had summer conditioning that was three times a week. And so I was cheering like 10 to 12 hours every week and just had no time for anything else. That's so much cheering. It was a lot of cheering. And like at the time, I was like, I'm not committed enough. <laughs> Colleges are going to think I'm not involved. I only cheer 12 hours a week. Look at you now. Right. And now that I'm looking back, I'm like, 12 hours a week is a lot of time to commit to one thing. And then do homework on top. You know, kids have it hard sometimes doing all this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like an AP kid. So like I had hella homework and hella shit to read. It was just like, I will keep cheering and reading. Yeah, we didn't have sewing club, but we had, I remember my, I forgot about this. My music teacher taught our whole chorale or to like select choir to knit. Ooh. And, well, because we then sold the stuff we made to make money for our trip. <laughs> they put us to work. Wow. Wow. Using child labor to raise money. Yeah. So I remember I would be on like the football bus to the football games and I'd be like knitting in the back row. I'd just be like sitting back there chilling. <laughs> I love the visual. I love it. Yeah. yeah. See, if only he had the, the support of someone like your teacher, but he didn't have to run out of sewing club. Even if it was to sell our work to make more money? Listen, I'm trying to put a positive spin. It's right next to the snack shop. They have the sewing (laughs) shop. (laughs) 
And so they do end up going to detentions next door. And like we said at the beginning, it was a scary room. I don't think I would want to be in there. I also don't know how they missed it. Like there's a detention room at your school that says detention on the door. How do you end up in sewing club? Yeah. Have they just never been in detention? So they've just never had to think about it? But you never even like walked past that room and been like, oh, that's the detention room. Interesting. Yeah. I also feel like my curiosity would want to peek in once. Yeah. Look in and then run away. But yeah, and then we see they go in there and right away, Dirk picks Moe's to be her eraser clapper. I don't think I ever had to do an erasing clapping. We didn't have like blackboards. I don't think I ever had a teacher with blackboards. Like we only had whiteboards. We had blackboards. We eventually got smart boards. Again, we didn't know how to use them, but we had them. (laughs) We did not have smart boards. Yeah, those were very fancy. We were very high tech. I like the projectors, though. I liked the little with the sheets and then you can draw. Oh, we had little overheads. Yeah. Yeah. The overheads were great. Good technology. Good technology. Yeah. Oh. Great times. And we see Cookie tried to act tough to the eighth graders. He is pulling all of his punches. He's like poking them. You know, it's like you could act tough, but I think he went too far because like now you're egging them on. Like Moe's wouldn't have done that. Moe's would have been an oak. Moe's would have told them the business and not poke them. Great. You got to just do your one and done. Don't fuck with me. The end. Keep it pushing. Yep. Yep. And they rip off his clip on earring. <laughs> And Sweeney arrives, though. Sweeney saves them, and it's 30 minutes, no no talking, no sound, and you just got to sit there. They should probably be doing homework. Right, and even, but see, so let's talk about the, deten- the Friday night detention that Christine earned us. Christine. God damn it, Christine. <laughs> so we did not do the, like, sit in silence detention, because our detention was run by the ceramics teacher, who thought we should channel our bad behavior into creativity. So we made ocarinas. Did you get to keep them or take the ocarinas and then sell the ocarinas? <laughs> no, my school did not support child labor. Think about how much yeah. money they could have made. And everyone in detention was also there for going to Taco Bell that day, like separately. We all separately went to Taco Bell and all got detention for it. But it was vastly more entertaining than just sitting in silence like they had to. Yeah, I would like that stuff. You know, I just thought of another thing. So back when I was, I was in middle school and I remember walking past this. They, my school was building inside. They had like this one grass area and they decided to build it into like this nice garden, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of staying after school to serve your detention, you could have the option to take your detention during lunch and go work in the garden. <laughs> I'm just realizing now how much work we did for the school. You would like uh, put down the little steps. You would like dig holes and stuff, and you could just like work on the garden for everyone. Well, that's kind of cute. I mean, at least you're like giving back to the community. Whereas, like me making an ocarina was really just for me. Yeah, but at least you still have that ocarina. I never went and picked it up. She was like, I'll fire them and y'all can come back and paint them if you want them. We did not go back, but it was still, you know, it was still a good time. I didn't like the ceramics teacher because she kept, she forever confused me with another black girl. We don't stand that. Whose name was like Treasure or something. I think it was Treasure. So like there was one time where she like, I was walking down the hallway and she's like Treasure. And I obviously don't turn around because that's not my name. She's like Treasure treasure stop ignoring me and like i am not 
Treasure. That's so, not okay. <laughs> yeah. And so this, she just like every time she saw me thought I was this other girl that I also never met. Like I don't know who Treasure is. And I like never encountered this other girl. And so I was like, I'm going to stay away from this ceramics teacher. She doesn't know who I am. Yeah, I would not take the, the first tip that Ned gives us with that teacher, which is be best friends with your teacher. No, no. I don't think I had any teachers I was best friends with. I had best friend teachers. Of course you did, Tommy. Of course you did. And then I was like offended because like after I graduated, I realized that they weren't my best friends. And I was like, they don't want to talk to me anymore. I'm not one of their students anymore. Yeah. Because you couldn't perform labor for them no more. That's what it was. It doesn't sound cool to have like a graduated student knitted project. But if you can say, oh, these high schoolers knitted these scarves. Hand knit scarves. Yep. You can up the up the price. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we get the, the best friend tip. And then we also get stay close to your teacher. And Cookie and Ned take this as we should move our desk as close to Sweeney's desk as possible. Which like weird flex, but okay. Yeah, they were fine where they were. Right. If they just like sat still, what's going to happen? Like, sure, these bullies were like you know cracking their knuckles and like you know punching their fists behind them but they weren't actually doing anything to them yeah and i i did like that where they were like the bullies were like whispering and they're like what did you say and then the bully shouted and then <clears throat> sweetie was like quiet that was a good good little bit and yeah they basically the rest of the time they're just trying to keep close to sweeney they basically made it through the whole time there's like 15 minutes left i think and Ned has the brilliant idea to stop Sweeney from going to take a phone call. Which, like, Sweeney, you probably should just wait 15 minutes to take your phone call. Right. Like, you're supposed to be running detention. If this is a room full of middle school delinquents, you can't leave them alone. Yeah. Like, they could get into a ruckus. They, they got into a ruckus. That's how they got in detention. These are ruckus-prone children. They could make more paper airplanes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And luckily, though, Ned stops Sweeney by asking... <laughs> A question, it was a very broad question, what is science? I was wondering what he was going to ask, just stall, because I was like, what would I ask him that would take a long time? Yeah, I feel like my teacher would shut that down. Like, they wouldn't be like, yes, I will tell you what is science now. They'd be like, okay, no, like, you're fine. Go go to our, my class, I'll teach you about science there. Right. But they do that, and it's like this big equation on the board, and they got it down to now there's 10 seconds left. And Sweeney now decides to make his phone call, but then it comes back. And t- I, I'm, how long was this phone call? How long was the phone call? How long is 10 seconds? Like, yeah, many questions about this, and they're about to get beat up. It's over for them. Luckily, the paper airplane comes back <laughs> and stabs a kid in the eye. That damn paper airplane. Yep. And I don't know how he didn't lose his eye or something. Like, he really should have. If an airplane's <laughs> in there, I feel like there'd be damage. I mean, if you were around somebody that knows proper first aid, what to do, you'll be okay. And damage to the airplane. We then see the airplane get thrown by the kid, and it's still perfect. And I'm like, that airplane should probably be. It's secure plane. I guess I've never made it such a such a great plane. I've never experienced that. You gotta make a knockerim a lot. I need I need to learn this, and then I can throw so many airplanes. Listen, I will teach you. We can film it. It'll be it'll be a bonus video for just, yeah, just... just the Twitter. Yeah, so the eighth grader gets detention. Everyone makes it out. Detention's over, and Mose comes back. She cleaned the erasers, and everyone survived. And they're all you know great until the airplane goes off into traffic, and we hear a bunch of like car crashes now. Cookie, you're not going to get detention anymore. You're gonna get you're gonna get sent to the court or something. 
Right, like Cookie made a dangerous plane. Yeah, there were so many car accidents that I heard. But yeah, that was detention. Uh, Jalen, do you have a tip for detention? Yes. So, you know, as a detention queen, I've gotten out of detention. I've had regular detention. I had Friday night school, which where I was not tutoring orphans or reading to the blind, as Christine said that we were. My tip for detention is, you know, obviously as an adult, you are hopefully not getting sent to detention when you make mistakes. But I do think that the concept of detention, being able to take time to reflect on your behavior is important. So when you get in trouble, when you make mistakes, take some time to reflect on your behavior and what changes you want to make as a result. And like my ceramics teacher, just because you made one bad decision does not mean that you need to punish yourself. It just means you need to redirect that energy. Yeah, I like that one. I definitely will try to use it more. I feel like a lot of times when I get in trouble, I just become a sad boy. Mm, no sad boy over here. Just go yeah. <laughs> What about bad boy? <laughs> like cookie. Swaggy team. <laughs> yep, that's what they call me. The bad boy of Neds. Hey. <laughs> uh, all right, we jump right into teachers. We've kind of been introduced to mostly teachers. There's some there's some new faces, some that we don't see mm-hmm. again, some that definitely stick around. And uh, we get introduced to the different types of teachers. The first one we see is questioning teacher. Yes. I liked the question teacher, but I also, I'm not going to lie, I, I barely answered questions unless called for because I didn't want, you know, I don't know. It's like a lot of pressure. See, I would answer questions but only if i knew the right answer like i'm not gonna be like ned and just be like oh i'll just throw out a wrong answer so that this teacher will like me like nah i'm not gonna look stupid in front of other people yeah i didn't think that was a good tip yeah his tip of getting wrong is okay just to answer because they appreciate that you're putting effort in it's like maybe but now you're gonna look like a big dummy in front of all your classmates right and like why are you just consistently wrong and you're just like i don't know any of this material but sure we had the questioning teachers, but we also had the teachers that made you all read the, the, the books out loud. I hated reading the books out loud, like in front of the whole class and you all take paragraphs. That was the worst. <laughs> so we had to do that in my English class in particular. And there was this one girl, uh, Melissa. Melissa ended up, if you recall, backpack girl from my high school. Melissa and backpack girl were dating. And so they would both, when they read for English class, they would do different little voices for the characters. And because we were mean, awful humans, we would like egg it on and be like, no, 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 like you should read, you should read. No, like we like it when you read, you read more of it. But really people were just laughing at her. When really she was like reading with gusto and taking more paragraphs so that other people didn't have to read. You boosted her up, but you. But I think if she never found out that you guys were making fun of her, then it, it helped, probably gave her so much confidence and stuff. If she never finds out, it's okay. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll get there one day, but Christine ended up. Christine! I know, I know. Chris, so one, Backpack Girl knew that like she was not well-liked, but then Christine wrote a short story for English class titled The Adventures of Backpack Girl, not knowing that we would be asked to read our short stories aloud. So then she had to read The Adventures of Backpack Girl in front of Backpack Girl. 
Nope. I would have said my homework. My my dog ate my homework. <laughs> I would not do that. That's so bad. Christine. Oh, no. I like that we have these characters now. Like, <laughs> I want to hear more stories about Backpack Girl. I want to hear more stories about Christine. <laughs> these are our people now. There are lots of uh, Christine and Backpack Girl stories. You know, Man. Backpack Girl was like the coconut head of my high school. Yeah, but... but were people at least nice to Backpack Girl sometimes? Because they're nice to Coconut Head. No, they weren't nice to Backpack Girl. Hmm. I'd like to, I'm going to picture her future. Backpack Girl went off, became very successful, has a line of backpacks now. She sells those backpacks and uh, is very happy. Now I'm curious. I want to like look her, I wonder if she has a LinkedIn. See, I remember her name, but other people don't. She was nominated for her, uh, for most like memorable in the yearbook and she like genuinely was the most memorable person at her high school but she didn't get it because no one knew her real name did they all just write backpack girl on the like voting thing well it was just like you got a form with a list of names and so then people were like who's insert name here and i was like backpack girl and they're like oh yeah her for sure yeah but they, they just didn't know backpack girl is a teacher she teaches elementary school. I wonder what kind of teacher she is. I like that fat backpack girl. I'm, I'm glad yeah. we had a resolution and we know we know where her future goes. Yeah, I feel like backpack girl would be a nice teacher. Yeah, not a boring teacher like the next no. teacher. Yeah, we never see this teacher again, I don't think. Like maybe in the background, but we get a boring teacher. And basically what Ned tells you is keep yourself awake. Do something, have something to keep yourself awake. I don't know if the air horn. Yeah, I think that's going to get you detention. You're going to go back to the first episode, Ned. Right. My trick when like stuff is boring, I do is I like play a game with myself where I will start with the letter A and I'll listen for whoever's talking to... And like say a word that starts with the letter A and then I'll like write that word in calligraphy and then I'll wait for a word that starts with the letter B and so on and so forth. So I play a little alphabet game. That's smart. I did. I was a doodler. I would draw mm. pictures in my notebook. I was never good at doodling. Me neither. My, but I had characters. I had a little little spider boy. He had like spider body parts <laughs> and then he had, a, uh, he had a head with a backwards hat on. Okay. I had a pencil with arms and legs. I also did that. <laughs> Of course, of course, it's what you had. So maybe I'll write the comic, uh, The Adventures of a uh, Pencil <laughs> and, and Spider Boy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I still have a copy of The Adventures of Backpack Girl. I may need to see that. We 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 maybe can do a reading. And it's okay now because now we know she's a teacher, so it's okay that like this is her past. It's fine. Right, right. She she seems like a very nice lady. I apologize to you, Backpack Girl, if you were out there listening somewhere. What if she is one of our listeners? She's like, <laughs> I would love it, honestly. I want to support Jalen. She, she was so kind to me in school. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen was not going to her. Oh, but, no. But... Backpack Girl was the main character of Endercombe High School, okay? If you ask people, do you remember Backpack Girl? And do you remember Jalen Jones? I think more people remember Backpack Girl, and I'm okay with that. She had she had main character energy. This was 100%. her arc. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. had the questioning no. teacher, though. We had the boring teacher. Then we have distracting teacher. And this is the first introduction of comb-over teacher. I love comb-over <laughs> teacher. Of course you did. He has... 
is it hair that goes is it a beard that he makes into his hair right it's his beard that he just combs over into his hair i think it's hair that grows into the beard i don't know where does the beard start and the hair end i mean that's that's the question I feel like if you trained it right, it could just all flow together. Like if you've got some really intense sideburns. You know, he'd be distracting for a day. But I feel like once I see him every single day, if he's like a, a teacher I'm, I'm used to, I'm like, eh, probably wouldn't distract me anymore. That's fair. Yep. So we get that and we get evil teacher, which is Sweeney. And there's no solution for evil teachers. They're just evil. I had an evil teacher. Fuck you, Mr. Castro. We are an anti-Mr. Castro podcast. <laughs> He was also a science teacher, so... I had one teacher that I actually do like him, but we definitely got off on a bad foot at first. I think I was, like, talking to someone. I was making jokes in the back, and he decided to, like, just embarrass me in front of the whole class. And I was, like, really oh. uncomfortable with it. Yeah, but then later in my life, he was nice to me because he liked my car. I had a, a Mercury Sable. A 1995 Mercury Sable. was tur- It was turquoise. Oh, any Anytime we had to do any assignments, he would use my car. That if it was like anything with to do with cars, he'd be like, "Oh, we got to use a sable." And I'm like, "Yeah, we we do. We have to use this." <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it became the car. It became the car. Like everyone knew the sable. So I, I grew to like him, and he's he's a nice guy. But it was like that one moment. I'm like, you don't have to embarrass me in front of everyone. I'm sorry I was talking, but now this is just now I'm a sad boy. <laughs> I I take it back. My evil teacher, like, Mr. Castro was not the best, but I will own my part in that. The truly evil teacher at my high school was my health teacher. She called my parents and tried to send me to the principal's office for reading too fast. What? Yes. I will never forget. She assigned us. We were supposed to, like, silently read to ourselves this section on hair, skin, and nails, which I read... And then once I finished it, I pulled out another book and started like quietly reading that while I waited for everyone to finish. And she was like, there's no way you read it that fast, Jalen. You can't be skipping over. You have to take your reading seriously. Why are you messing around in class and reading another book? And I'm like, no, I did read it. Like I I genuinely read it and I'm done. So I'm reading this other book. And they're like, she's like, it's disrespectful. Read it again. I don't believe you. So I like read it again and then pulled my book back out. And she's like, stop being disrespectful and reading too quickly. I read in class once, like I was, I, there's a book that I just, I really wanted to finish it. I was very into this book. And it was, this teacher, me, this was another one where we, we didn't like fully get along. We didn't have a bad relationship, but we were in science class. And I remember I was reading the book, like underneath my textbook. And she walked up behind me and she's like, she goes, at least look like you're paying attention when you read. And I was like, okay. So I just like kept reading. I was just like, pretending that I was like, but she, she got me. She got me good. I was like, okay, that's fair. But at least she didn't, at least she said it quietly to me. Right. Like she didn't like call me out in front of the whole class and make a show of it. Yeah. I don't remember her name, but she like made me stay after class. It was a whole thing. But then my parents came and gave her piece of their mind. And then shortly after that, she got hired for having inappropriate relations with a student. Karma. Mm Mm-hmm. It was all because of this interaction that she got caught and all that stuff. The lesson is no one who comes for Jalen Jones prospers. <laughs> yes, it's true. Well, we get into the basically the three plot lines, which each of them, I, I do like that each character gets their own story. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's... The thing about the show that is good is, like, they are all the main characters. It's not just Ned that gets the storylines all the time. Yeah. And we get Moe's... She has the fun math teacher. She loves math. Not as much as Woodshop, but she loves math. And this teacher specifically. Which, again, like, I didn't realize how much I appreciated Moe's as a child. But to, like, have a female character that's, like, really into math and Woodshop and is, like, the clear, like, strong friend in the group. A1 Nickelodeon. A1. It's surprising, especially at the time period, that they wrote a woman character that was actually cool. And, like, she didn't really have any weaknesses. Like, she didn't have any faults. I mean, there's some that she gets into. She has a little bit of anger issues at some point. But, but yeah. listen. Don't you know, we all? Yeah. We get Cookie. He gets the coolest outfits. He's dressing very <laughs> fancy because he <laughs> likes his teacher. He has a little crush on his foreign language teacher. Did you have any teacher crushes? I don't think I did. I feel like I had bro crushes. Like, I want to be best friends with my teachers, right? Mm. So it's like, I had, like, the, I want to be best bros with all the teachers. I think you talked about teachers that were attractive, right? But it wasn't to the point of, oh, I'm, like, crushing hard for this teacher, you know? We had, like, two definitive hot teachers. One was also fired for inappropriate relations with a student. Yikes. <laughs> Shout out to Edgar High School. <laughs> it was a time. It was a time. But the other, I did not have a crush on but both one of my other best friends, Patricia, and one of the girls I was on dance team with both had massive crushes on our world geography teacher. Oh. He also was a uh, R&B singer at the time. He had like a MySpace music page where he sang ballads they were obsessed with. Wow. Yeah, he sounds great. He was also the same teacher that duct taped the baby to the whiteboard. Bad parenting skills, but, you know, you could travel the world with him. He knows every country. And he could sing R&B in all those Mm -hmm. countries and, you know, just keep him away from babies. Exactly. Well, he has a baby now, so maybe he's mature. Do you think he still duct tapes the baby to the wall? He can't possibly still duct tape the baby to the wall. He seems to like that baby. Yeah, no, he's he's probably good. That's that's probably good. But we get Ned getting an F in, in Sweeney. We get big F instead of <laughs> big B. <laughs> then he comes back and uses the joke again later. Which, like, I have problem with the recall because, like, if the assignment was to, like, make this molecule or whatever, how does he get a B? Like, what equates to a B on that assignment? I thought the same thing. I was like... <laughs> He just did it for the joke. He deserved an A, but you know Sweeney just did that because of Ned's name. Rude. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. No. So Sweeney gives that fun joke. We get Cookie can't concentrate. He's constantly looking at his teacher and he gets an F. So we get to Moe's. There's like a kid that looks like Elvis in our classroom. I did just... not pick up on this. Oh, he's like right in the front row. It's like, like <laughs> Elvis kid. And then Moe's. I'm just intrigued by his story. I want to know more about Elvis Kid. <laughs> He's just there. Yeah. And so the thing with Moe's is basically the teacher that she loves is leaving for a couple of weeks because the student teacher is here. I think the teacher is supposed to stay in the room. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're just supposed to be like, bye. You got a student teacher now. Yeah. And we get the student teacher and the students are not nice to the student teacher. They're like, you're a student just like us. And they throw pickles at him. Which is, first of all, where did y'all get these pickles? Boomer had a giant jar of pickles. Like, why do you just have that on deck that you carry around? Maybe he wanted a classroom snack. It seems like a heavy snack to carry around. 
It wasn't even a little jar. It was like the Costco. Like you went to Costco for that jar of pickles. Hey, mom, can you go pick me up some Costco pickles for school? Like we couldn't even eat during class. So I absolutely was not going to have this giant jar of pickles. You couldn't eat. I think we could eat eat as long as we weren't loud there was a lot of kids that would have dr pepper bottles because my school was a little country some of the some of the kids were country they would dip they would have no, the tobacco well you weren't allowed <laughs> <laughs> they just would spit into the dr pepper and if someone saw it they would just be like oh that's dr pepper that was their plan at least wow what a time what we did not have anyone that chewed tobacco <laughs> Yep. No, they did. I once, no, I don't think I did. I'm trying to remember. Someone once drank it because it it was like in a water bottle in someone's backseat and they didn't know. And I don't think it was me though. That's disgusting. Oh yeah. It's not good. Also, Tom, what do you mean you don't think it was you? That seems like a thing that you either like very vividly remember doing or not. Well, that's the thing. I I don't think it was me, but I do remember that one time I just won this water bottle. I went to my college. I was a senior and I went to college for like a, you know, one of those things, one of those get togethers. And I won this nice water bottle and this kid picked me up and I think I left for like a second to do something. I come back. He used it for his tobacco spit. He used my new water bottle. Disrespect. Disrespect. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't think, because you're right, if it happened to me, I feel like that would be a locked memory (laughs) in the vault. Especially when I remember all these other random stories. Uh, (laughs) You would think this one would have stuck with me as well. So we'll say, for continuity purpose, I did not um, (laughs) drink the tobacco water. Good, good. Yes. So those are really what's going on. We have Moe's is trying to stick up for the teacher a little bit. She hasn't fully gone there yet, but she she just wants to learn. Poor Moe's just wants to learn. Right. She just wants to know the Pythagorean theorem. I know. I lo- I did like the pie. That was the one that I didn't <laughs> enjoy, but I was not a math guy. I was good at math. So in elementary school, I was in the gift intelligence program. So I skipped third grade math. They were just like, fuck it. You're in the third grade. You're going to go to fourth grade math. So I was already a year ahead. And then when I switched school districts, I ended up being like two years ahead, something like that. So like either way, I showed up for math in seventh grade and I was like, oh, I've already done this. And they were like, yeah, no, everybody else did this too. This is this is part two. And I was like, no, 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 I, I did this with this textbook. I already did that. And so then they were like, ooh. So then I had to get bust in middle school to the high school so that I could take geometry. Whoa. Exclusive bus? Uh, I had a little short bus. It was me uh, and this girl, Alyssa, and this other guy whose name I forget. There was like four of us who all got bus to the high school in the morning to take math. So I was taking geometry, and then they were taking something like I think above me. I don't remember what they were taking. But yeah, so we all got just, we had like a special exclusive bus for the four of us to go take math, and then it would drop us back off at our middle schools for the rest of the day. But yeah, that was the the class with the hot teacher that uh, later was was arrested. Yikes. Rebecca actually was in the gifted program, but it's because her mom just told the school that she was gifted. She did later take the test to get it. But like there was a good year. She just got in because her mom was like, yeah, she's gifted. She's confirmed gifted. And it was like, no, nope. gifted. Yeah. Yeah, I, my mom did not do that for me. My mom was not supporting me being in gifted classes. <laughs> it was the time. I just had to switch schools a lot. Yeah. See, I wouldn't like the moving. It'd be too much. Listen, again, I didn't like substitute, so I probably wouldn't like the random going to different schools. It was weird. So, like, the program 
was just like one class of people. So I basically had the same class with the same like 20 kids from third grade through sixth grade, but we just like moved schools every year. Yeah, see, I guess we had different schools. I would have stayed in the town I originally was from, but then we moved to the school I went to, which was like all of it was all in one. Like you had elementary, middle school, high school, all in one Mm -hmm. block. So you just moved, you just moved a little bit. Yeah, we changed like a bunch of elementary schools every year. And then it was awkward because we had, we did a reunion at the end of high school. So like my third grade class all met up because that teacher was dope. She's one of the greatest teachers of all time. Um, Shout out to Miss Van Putten. But then this guy was like, ah, yeah, remember when we had that one black girl who fell asleep? And I was like, do you mean me? And he was like, no, not you, a different black girl. And I was like, Ben, I was the only black girl you had in your class for several years. No, Ben. (laughs) So I I could have maybe used Ned's air horn in that situation. Yeah, you can't fall asleep during class. She wasn't a boring teacher, though. I was just very tired. Yeah, it happened. I, I must have fallen asleep. You know, I'd have to assume at some point so you fall. Every student has, like, closed their eyes a little bit. See, you know, sometimes you're just a little sleepy boy. Yeah, and then you get that teacher that there's sometimes if the teacher catches you, I had one who would, like, make a big scene, and they would, like, get a ruler, and then they would, like, tap your desk. And so you waked up, and everyone watched you, and they were like, we know you were sleeping. See, I respect the teachers that are like, you know what? He's probably real tired. I'm just let you rest. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I think Cookie kind of had the same issue, right? Like he was still not learning. Like he wasn't asleep, but he was basically mm-hmm. asleep because he was not focusing. And Ned gives him tips. Ned Ned gets some tips. Ned tells Cookie to focus on his notebook. If he focuses on his notebook and he doesn't look up, he won't have to see the teacher, and then he won't get distracted by the teacher. But she, her beauty, it's too much. Yeah, it is too much for him because, yeah, he does get distracted. And then he starts drooling. And this goes to, we have now had three episodes where <laughs> we have seen how dehydrated Cookie must be because he is constantly <laughs> leaking bodily fluids. Right, like this man is sweating. He's drooling. Like, sir, are you Okay. I don't know what Cookie was doing. And the other ones didn't have much more luck. His tip to Moe's was for him to ask a question to get them back on track. Basically be like, hey, this is what she was doing. Get us back on track. And and Ned's plan was to be a teacher's pet to Sweeney. (laughs) (laughs) That was going to solve all his problems. If he sucked up to Sweeney, then Sweeney would give him good grades, I guess. Which, like, Sweeney is not... I wouldn't go the flattery route with Sweeney. No, that's, that's a bad read on what Sweeney prioritizes. Right. I do think he appreciated it, but he's still... Yeah, and he talks about being like, thank you, but no. Yeah, because Ned still fails. Cookie still fails. And now Moe's is being uh, seen as a teacher's pet. Not a student, not a teacher's pet. A student teacher's pet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Is that worse than being a teacher's pet? Yes, absolutely. But it kills me when they start chanting student teacher's pet. Yeah, no, it's and then they all still get hit with pickles and, and <laughs> other shenanigans. And so basically Ned's new plan is, well, first he yells at everyone. And he's like, you guys got to handle your own issues. I don't have any more tips. Solve this on your own. And Ned figures out, has the realization that if he just did the work, he may not fail. You know, Ned's out here speaking the truth. I mean, he's not, he's not wrong, but it's also like it took you this long to get there. Right, like you tried dressing up as him before you tried, hey, maybe I should just do my assignments. 
and he does he does the the molecules like we said but he only gets a b plus was it even a b plus i thought it was just a solid b was it a b i think either was, way he was still robbed he was still robbed he deserved an a i am standing behind that statement yes but we do see sweeney's smile we do and Ned goes on his spiel, his little monologue, and he's like, teachers are people, and they, they want to see you succeed. They don't want to see you fail. And that was nice. Yeah, I just, I, I like that. Cookie has to switch classes. He just can't handle it. He has to change. We didn't even get a choice to transfer. We only had one teacher. We didn't get multiple teachers. I can't remember. So I took French. I didn't take Spanish. And there was only one French teacher, and he was a piece of work. I, I'm sure I will tell stories about Mr. Shabunin one day. Okay. And I think there was only one Spanish teacher. Her distracting thing is that she would say the word focus with an accent. So it would come out as focus. Oh no. So she would be like, focus, Christine, focus. Honestly, Christine probably didn't need to focus. <laughs> she did, she did. She wasn't paying attention. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we had a French and Spanish teacher, but then there was a point where the, the teacher taught both. They were the same teacher teaching both French and Spanish. Yeah, my freshman year, our French teacher taught both because he was like fluent in both and he was phenomenal. But then he left and then we got Mr. Shabunin, who was, you know, about the quality of that uh, that student teacher. Yeah, our Spanish teacher was very extra. She was like, when you get her going, she'd be like, hola, like, like very, like, like <laughs> very <laughs> extra. <laughs> yeah, 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 like very extra. Anytime they see you, like... I remember it was like even outside, like it just was who she was because even outside of school, like I think someone invited her to a grad party I was at, and she was still like at a at a hundred and twenty, and we're all like, all right, bring it down, bring it down, just a little bit. walk it back, walk it back. Yeah, we're at a party. Let's just like let's let's <laughs> let's chill a little bit. I think that was the grad party that I got dared to ride in the trunk to the party. So she's like there, and I'm like popping out of this trunk. <laughs> Tommy. Tell me, how did we get here? I do a lot of things for a bit. Even back then, I've always been about the bit. <laughs> I mean, clearly since second grade, you've <laughs> been about the bit. And it makes them laugh. But then I learned not all the time to make jokes about yourself because that's dangerous too. Mm -hmm. That was a lesson I learned. Important one. Yes. <laughs> back to the episode though. The, the lesson that Mose learns, helping the teacher doesn't make you a teacher's pet. And... Their new plan is basically that the student teacher is going to yell at her. So everyone becomes afraid of the student teacher. But it was all part of the plan. And now they're still happy and giddy because they get to learn the Pythagorean theorem. Okay, but my question is, though, why didn't he just yell at like them to begin with? Like, why did he need Moe's to pretend to do something bad when they literally got pickles and paper airplanes and lots of real reasons to yell at them? Yeah, that's a really good point. They always should have been in trouble, not Moe's. Now what? Now Moe's isn't even going to learn because in order to keep up the bit, she has to at least be out of the classroom for that whole day. Right, right. Is she just going to sit out there or does she have to actually go to the principal? They didn't think this through. This was a poor bit. Yeah, and it, I guess it worked, but, uh, you know, I, I have many questions about the after of this. Yes. And, yeah, that's it. Now, Cookie is the only one that's suffering because Ned's got his B. Moses is learning math. But Cookie is still not paying attention because now he has the comb-over teacher. It's ba he's back. <laughs> but at least he's not drooling, so maybe he could stay hydrated in class. Yeah, I'm really concerned about Cookie's hydration. 
extremely concerned. We shouldn't buy him a water bottle. No, not one with dip in it. Not one with dip in it. You know what this episode is lacking, though? What? No Claire Sawyer. Future lawyer? None. But we got Coke that. I have a tip for us on this. Okay, lay it on me. So obviously, as an adult, we don't have teachers, but we do have bosses. And so my advice for people with a boss is to, from the jump, you got to create a, a relationship with your boss. But I think you have to walk that line. You don't want to be too friendly. You don't want to be the the boss pet. You don't want to you don't want to be a suck up. But you also don't want to be, from my experience, like you don't want to just not ever talk to your boss because you're gonna have some instances where you're gonna to need to. Right. So you gotta create like a like a formality where it's not like awkward, where it's like that relationship where you're like, "Hello, sir." I have some bosses that I did that for where they were like the bosses of my bosses of my bosses. I feel mm-hmm. like it's hard with them, but like at least my direct supervisor, I always have a pretty good relationship with them. Yeah, gotta build yeah. that rapport. Very important. Yeah, and do you have a character of the episode? Yes. My character of the episode has got to be Assad in the Peace, the lunch lady. She was a star from the moment she hit our screens. Yes, iconic. She gives advice. She gives warning. She's got good foreshadowing. She just... She does it all. I did not have a positive relationship with my personal lunch lady. So I appreciate that there is an on-screen lunch lady that I feel like truly cares about me. So my pick, it may be controversial, but I don't Ooh. think there's going to be a lot of instances where I'll be able to give him one. But I'm going to give it to Sweeney because he had a real character arc there. Like we saw his heart at the end. I, I, I felt like this was a very Sweeney heavy episode on both ends. And I feel I, like he redeemed himself a little bit. I, I will I will let you give Sweeney his moment, even though we did have a really strong power trip at the beginning. Strong power trip. He missed the missile and he didn't, I almost took it back when we started talking about the fact he gave Ned a B because like, yes, he had his, his arc, but also you didn't even give him an A. But you know, he did it for the bit, so. And I got to appreciate the bit. But that's the episode. And uh, listen, we're going to keep chugging along. seems like people are enjoying it. We've heard some good feedback. And uh, hey, tell a friend, tell your lunch ladies. Yes, if you've got a lunch lady, tell your boss. Maybe that's how you'll build this relationship. Yeah, you can talk about the episodes after. You can be like, ha ha, remember when Jalen and Tommy talked about Backpack Girl? That was so fun. <laughs> They'll love it. If you want to be a guest and tell us your embarrassing stories from when you were in school, hit us up. Yeah, let us know the episodes. You, it's, it's a pretty open board. There's some, there's some episodes picked through, but listen, we would love to hear your stories. Come on by. Thank yous again. Thank you, Jason Chadwick, for the logo, as always. Still there, still popping. Thank you, Aaron Robinson. I guess, I didn't, you know, I didn't say Mr. I liked when I, Mr. Aaron Robinson. Yes, we love both of our misters. Today's episode was sponsored by absolutely no one and giant Costco-sized jars of pickles. So if you are at Costco and you see a giant-sized jar of pickles and you want to pick them up, Maybe buy them, but don't throw them at people. Yeah, and maybe send us a picture. I would like to see your giant jars of Costco pickles. As would I. As would I. Yeah, but you gotta be in it because, like, you could just like go on the internet and find an image of a jar of pickles, and like, I don't want, I don't want you faking the jar of pickles. I need to know that you actually went there. I need to know that you bought it. Like Ned said, do the work. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys, (laughs) and remember, together we can survive the world.